Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! You might think that a game based on a movie based on a book would be dead on arrival, but this week, life finds a way as we look back at 1993's SNES hit Jurassic Park. Welcome to the Retrograde, the podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. My name's Andrew Baskin, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Rex Aaronworth. Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Have we done any Jurassic Park on this uh, podcast yet? Have we done any Jurassic Park? I mean, it's always kind of an undertone. Mm-hmm. It's always uh, informing whatever it is we're talking about. Absolutely. It's like the Holy Spirit. It's always with us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> always, always with us. Uh, uh, no, but I don't think we've done a video game. Oh, that's Unless exciting. you consider Joe and Mac a precursor to <laughs> Jurassic Park. Well, I guess everything is kind of a precursor before 1994 that, uh, to well, Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah. I mean, especially if you think of a, a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once, oh, the really? weird butterfly effects and the, and the multiversal. The multiversal. It's yeah. Like, maybe Actually, if Joe Multiverse is so hot right now. It's Everyone's so talking hot. about multiverses. It's like Hansel in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so hot right now. It's so hot right now. <laughs> it's talking about Hansel. We should get a new Zoolander movie. Oh, yeah. The second one went so well. It went so <laughs> well. Well, listen, uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you're out there listening, uh, this is the Retrograde Podcast. Typically, what we do is we take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually, it's something we had an affinity towards one way or another. We rate and review the game as we remember them when we played them as little baby boys. Yep. Then we rate and review the game as they hold up in the modern day against the likes of modern games. Two different scores, but Combined, it's the retrograde. It's like Hashtag. a megazord of scores. Yes. Once oh. combined, ultimate power. Megazord uh, was one of my favorite things ever. I spilled orange juice on my megazord toy when I was a kid, uh-huh. and it was really sticky. Okay, and it never quite recovered. Was it an electronic toy, or was it just like? Nope, it was just plastic. So just sticky, just very sticky. Like, very you, sticky. like you from ages eight to thirteen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Everything okay. in my in my house in my bedroom, very very <laughs> sticky. My parents didn't know what to do with me. So obviously. Obviously, we're doing this game because uh, Jurassic Park Dominion yes. is the next Jurassic Park movie and the final of this trilogy, the second trilogy that's coming out. It's Jurassic World Dominion, I think, right? Is that what it's called? I think so. Okay. There, there are all these Jurassic movies. I Here's the thing. And look, I yes, believe you. yes, we're a video game podcast and we will be talking about video games uh, moving forward. But because we're focusing on Jurassic Park, I think we want sort of a dinosaur focused episode this time. It's the theme. What are your thoughts on the new Jurassic Park movies or Jurassic World movies? Because I was sitting there in the theaters. I barely made it through Jurassic World. Right. And by that, I mean, I couldn't finish it. Right. Watching the trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. Right. Um, I I just couldn't believe this is where we got mm-hmm. from Jurassic Park. From Michael Crichton back in all those years ago, writing the book Jurassic mm-hmm. Park to this it just feels like such a stretch. Yeah. This was never the intention, was it? Uh, well, I don't know. Artist, artist intention is not for me to decide. Uh-huh. Post, um, you're very postmodern. I am. Yes, uh, absolutely. Death the author. I, I think it's just more. It is kind of crazy. I always think about the. <laughs> I always think about the gif of uh, Planet of the Apes, where uh, an ape is riding a horse, sh- shooting an AK-47. <laughs> And I feel like if we let the Jurassic Park just keep going, just keep roaming, just much like the T-Rex themselves, we are going to get to a raptor in a boxing match with Chris Pratt or something it's like honestly, that. It's honestly, like, we already have, you know, the, the big thing in uh, in Jurassic Park, the original, in 1993, was that the raptors knew how to, like, use doors. They're getting clever smarter. Girl. And now, clever girl. And now it's like, they, you can basically communicate with them. Like, yeah. it's, only, it's like, they're going to go the George A. Romero route of, of zombies <laughs> that can now use guns and speak. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so to, to to say what about I think about the new trilogy uh, I don't like them so yeah, uh, I like actively dislike them the, the first one I saw and I was like oh, okay there there are parts of it that I think are very interesting uh-huh. uh, which like, parts Chris Pratt uh, well <laughs> yeah absolutely. and which part of Chris Pratt <laughs> uh, my two eyes on his hot bod <laughs> uh, is <laughs> I don't like okay okay thing I like then I'll say what I don't like okay thing I like is that people are like they opened the park again I'm like absolutely. Look around in the world. Yes. We immediately, like, we just went through a deadly pandemic for two and a half years, and people are still dying from it, but we just ignore it. And then we're just kind of like, ah, I'm going to hang around 50,000 people and go to a baseball game. 100%. You're like, you just, you will forget eventually that you're like, I know a lot of people died the last one. You're like, yeah, but that was the last one. This also, is the new one. SeaWorld and, and oh, yeah. Marine, like, they're still operational, yeah. right? Like, like, we know that these things are wrong, and yet they still have, for different, I mean, people aren't dying. Whales are dying. Yeah, whales world. are dying. The yeah. whale's not jumping over the top and killing a bunch of people then jumping back no, in. No, but they are learning how to use AK-47s and that's the true <laughs> danger of the situation. Dolphins riding a seahorse. Uh, <laughs> so, 
Yeah, like I, I think that part's really good and like a commentary on uh, like modern society that we're yeah. like, yeah, but you know, whatever. It's like the, the animal's not deadly enough. We need to create a more deadly dinosaur. That okay. all resonated I with I have me. to be honest, you're saying deadly. When you said the deadly pandemic, I kept, you're, it sounds like you're saying deadly. And when you said deadly pandemic, I'm like, there's a buzzword I missed. I guess it's now called a deadly pandemic. <laughs> Uh, Reuben sandwiches just scattered all over the That's floor. That's an issue with supply chain, Mikey. Supply chain. <laughs> the deli meats. The deli meats. <laughs> but no, it's, 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 I love that, like, it's not deadly enough. You yes. know what I mean? It's like, oh, we need a more deadly dinosaur. Yes. And it's like, yeah, that, re- that rings true. I think we would, like, have to eventually, uh, you know, it's not, it, the T Rex wouldn't be enough. No, no, it's no. It's also no. like a, a message about the movie. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, right. you know yeah. what? That's true. So, yeah. I mean, they, Thank they've you. created their own, uh, what what do they call the Indominus Rex? Indominus Rex, in the very form good. of Jurassic wow. World. Nice. Why do I know that? I don't know. I, I don't do know. remember the scene though, where uh, the one guy's explaining what Indominus Rex is in Jurassic World, and he's like, he's like. <laughs> something like like we've created our own genetic dinosaurs and it's like audible gasps from everyone in the room it's like they can be 50 or 60 times stronger than the other ones and everyone's like oh oh my god 60 yes if he said 15 i'd be like yes i understand that is along the lines of my scientific hypothesis yeah and then and then fallen kingdom comes is the second movie don't worry i got you and uh it's bad, like really bad. Right. Other than the one shot of like, so the island kind of kills itself, right? It like yes. collapses into the ocean. Right. And the one shot of the like brontosaurus that's on the dock <laughs> sitting there lonely as the world is crumbling around him and Chris Pratt has to stare back and go like, oh no, like <laughs> thousands of these things are dying. <laughs> but can, that one. But he made eye contact with that one. You know what? Chris Pratt is remembering uh, Littlefoot from, <laughs> right, from, uh, 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 a Land Before Time. Le- yeah, Land Before Time. The, you or know, Lil Sebastian from Parks and Rec, which he was on. Lil but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Honestly, Jurassic Park, the original, is one of the most phenomenal movies okay. of all time. That's what I want to talk about, though. Yes. Let's not just color this whole thing with the last three movies. No, and that's why we're going back. Look, there have been there have been a slew of Jurassic Park games. Uh, yes. Do you want to get into that now, or do you I want to talk a little? I would love okay, let's, to. Let's do that. Okay. I, there's one in my head very clearly. So there's, there's a... I didn't realize how many Jurassic Park games there were. Uh, I'm going to go over some notable ones, but keep in mind, this is by no means every Jurassic Park video game. All right. You've got Jurassic Park, the 1993 version. This came out on the NES, Game Boy, SNES, Genesis, Game Gear, Sega CD, typically different games, especially between the Sega and Nintendo versions. One was a side scroller, Mm -hmm. which is not the one that we're doing. That was the Sega version. And the... SNES version, which we'll get into later, is almost like an over-the-top, like, you are Dr. Alan... Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? God damn it. Uh, uh, you are Dr. Alan Grant. 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 Alan yes. Grant. Alan Grant. Uh, That's so, Sam Neill, right? Sam Neill, okay. yes. Uh, then there's Jurassic Park the Arcade Game which came out in yes. 1994 where you sit in the car with the guns I don't think that's the 94 version okay. uh, that one came out a little bit later that's but the one I'm thinking about this, yes that's the one everyone thinks oh, about I love that in one. arcade that was a f- fantastic game yes. light guns light guns light guns amazing enough said absolutely I'm also in the car with the painting of the, the car like the the bright green and yellow and yes. red and oh my god every once in a while you see a Jeep Wrangler like drive down the street with that and you're like what a, first of all what a commitment that person has made <laughs> to the rest of their life it's not like it's not like a wrap that they put on for a day yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's, everybody's gonna be like you like Jurassic Park yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well no I like Jurassic World <laughs> yeah, yeah. Park was shit Gold Bloom like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> alright um, then you've got uh, Jurassic Park Park uh, 2, The Chaos Continues. Whoa, what a, yeah. what a name. So chaos, is that a thing that I'm missing in the Jurassic Park universe? Because that word is referenced a couple times throughout the game. Is it really? But to me, The Chaos Continues is just like the most generic uh, subtitle for a game that you can possibly have. Also, the word continues insinuates that there it was never another, ended. Yeah, that there was another game <laughs> called Jurassic Park Chaos. Well, or, or you're just like, if you played the original Jurassic Park and it's like yeah it's like that game is full of chaos well you'd be surprised in Jurassic Park 2 nothing nothing makes me really <laughs> we sit here uh-huh. years after these games have yes come out. long the developers are long dead <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully hopefully and we sit here and we're like stupid <laughs> why why'd they ever name it like that and then he's gonna be like alliteration you stupid idiots yes. and I'm like oh right okay yeah because we had 
two and a half months to make the game and we didn't want to spend another day on subtitles, you I was, asshole. I was sleeping about 12 hours a week. I was doing four packs of Marlboro's a day. Well, like, this oh, is, okay. like, yeah, we forget we're dealing with a licensed game here, yeah. right? And all these games are licensed uh, licensed games. But uh, so let's let's continue on. The Lost Please. World Jurassic Park came out on Genesis, Mega Drive, PS1, Game Boy, Game Gear, and the R-Zone. Remember the R-Zone? The R-Zone. I mentioned the R-Zone before. The, one of the strangest video game consoles of all time. Uh, uh, you put it on over your head mm-hmm. and it had this little eye flip thing yeah. and you looked into it like you were a fucking Borg or whatever those <laughs> yeah, things yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, very good. And uh, 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 I, I had one as a kid and they gave me massive headaches all the time, <laughs> like the Virtual Boy. We're lucky you didn't blind you, eh? Who said that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. He, he gets like this. I can only see you if I look at you through my left eye. Yes. Through my right eye, I just see a screen of red. Yeah. Yes. He also has what is called Cyclops Disorder, where a <laughs> red beam shoots out of his right eye every once in a while. <laughs> every once in a while. Everyone's, oh, 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 he's People, Cyclops. You know, what I, you know what pisses me off about that? I'd love to hear about it. Everyone who thinks they know shit about Cyclops Disorder mm-hmm. comes up to me. They're like, hey, I saw this YouTube video where if you just wear ruby glasses, yep. it'll prevent the... Ruby isn't going to prevent a beam of Cyclops from coming out. That makes no sense. It demolishes those glasses. <laughs> yeah, it James does. Marsden lied to us. Right, and I think we need to take it back to James. Let's find James Marsden. Let's march, uh, let's, let's protest in front of his house. White, that skim milk <laughs> skim ass. Milk. He's just the skim milk of actors. James Mar- James I, Skim Milk Marsden. Wait, you know what? I, I mentioned on the last week's episode uh, that we uh, that I saw Sonic uh, 2. Sonic 2, and Dude. there's a scene where James Mars- Marsden is playing volleyball on the beach. Oh, really? A la Top Gun. Yeah. And he's playing against topless men on the other side, and they're all jacked. And it's supposed to be a, uh, a scene which is like intimidating because it's like, oh, look at all these jacked guys. Conveniently, they have James Marsden in a baggy t shirt, so you oh. can't see how fucking ripped he is. Oh, yeah, it's like, I was gonna say, he's in very good that's shape, it, right? But they want him to be like, oh, the like, oh, the oh, lovable no. guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he takes his shirt off, and you're like, oh, fuck. oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, I would fuck that skin milk. Playing with the boys. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Uh, so, uh, so we've got that uh, chaos. So, look up the R Zone if, if you're not familiar. Oh, yeah. That's, also, that's... the R Zone, by the way, sounds like what they would have called the video game area of Blockbuster. It's what they called the video game area of Toys R Us. The R Is Zone. Is that true? It's actually. Oh, that that's actually, actually true. Toys R Us. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you have Chaos Island. There's there's another Chaos hey, there's coming chaos back. Chaos again. The Lost World. Uh, chaos is back, but now on Windows. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, the Lost World. I'm just gonna. I'll, I'll let you continue a second. Yeah. But like, we just absolutely just. Took to town, took to task. Excuse yes. me. The the sequels of this new trilogy, where the first one people are like, eh, okay, whatever, uh-huh. and then the second two, I assume this third movie with Chris Pratt's gonna be awful, right? Uh, but you know, Fallen Kingdom was really bad. I I think I conveniently do that with the first three as well, where I'm like, the original Jurassic Park, what a classic, and they're like, what about the third one? I don't know about that one, man. <laughs> I honestly forgot. When I was doing my research, I forgot there were two other movies. Isn't it called The Lost World? Is I that, think that's so. the only reason I think why. So. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so now you have uh, Trespasser, which isn't even called Jurassic Park, uh, but it came out in 1998 on Windows. Didn't get the license? It did get the license. Oh, that's weird. But they didn't call it Jurassic Park Trespasser. In fact, it had uh, uh, <laughs> Who's the Guy Who Speaks in the Nature documentaries. Uh, uh, Richard Attenborough. Yeah, Richard David, a- Attenborough. David Attenborough. Well, David. Richard Attenborough is the old man that right, opens sorry, the okay, park. So they had him. They yes. had him. Yeah. yeah. He's in there voicing it. A very ambitious game. An open world. You're in Jurassic Park. First person. <laughs> but it just was too ahead of its time and it failed. So, like... The fact that so David Attenborough, a nature conservative, yes, that just all his whole life is is narrating nature documentaries that make you feel compassionate about nature and the environment, yeah. so you try and save it. Yes, his brother <laughs> plays a fake one that tries to ruin the world by bringing something back. It's like if I was Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> brother and I just was the like a sponsor for Burger King or something like that, like. <laughs> I, or, uh, by the way, I'm coming up with something here. Tom Arnold Schwarzenegger. Tom Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I like that a lot. I just love that they're brothers. And they're, there's like a Christmas dinner where they're like, did you really have to do that? And it he's like, feels, it feels kind of like, see, I see a more recent example of uh, Chet Hanks and Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Tom Hanks is like just the lovable everyone's dad. Uh, Even Colin Hanks. Like they're two sons. I That's true. I think from the same parents and they got to look at each other like, how did my two children end up in so different lives? You know what people are going to hate me for? Uh-oh. I'm coming around on Chet Hanks. Oh, no, Mikey. I'm Mikey. coming around. <laughs> he is so... Mikey. So strange that I am I I can't help but watch whatever it is he's doing. He's so weird. Just don't try and convince me this is some kind of Kaufman-esque character I, he's playing that is like... I think there's an element of that. Oh, my God. I think there, I honestly think there's an element of that. Did you, do you ever watch Z-Way? 
Yes, I saw his interview on Z-Way. It was great. And that's what I came around to him on. He's just winking to the camera so often. And you know, so Z-Way, if, if oh, you're, if you're, this is a weird Venn diagram. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. An interview, uh, do you know her full name, Z-Way's full name? Uh, I actually forget, no. So it's an interview show where she uh, basically tries to, she brings people on and exposes their prejudices and things like that in a funny way. It's like, really It's all funny. very playful. And Chet Hanks comes on because he's... Uh, Probably pretty racist. <laughs> I w- I also say I think most of the people she brings on are her friends. Yes. So like her making fun of them, it feels very like, uh, if like if you did that to a stranger, it'd be like, oh my god, I'm gonna hit you. There <laughs> like, are a couple episodes though where where people like lose their minds at her. They're yeah. Like, you're my friend. I agreed to do this for you, and you're exposing like all this shit, whatever. It's always like it's like on the bottom, like laughs at black pain or something yes, like that. And yes, it's like, yes. what? I didn't say what yeah. are you talking about? Exactly. It's so funny. But so he's he's on it, and you can tell this is. I don't think he was her friend. And I think he no. agreed to come on just because she asked and he's looking for clout, whatever it is. But a couple times during the interview, the people behind the camera start laughing with him. And he's like, oh, I'm getting you. And she's like, guys, don't laugh at him. Like, you just can't help. He's just so such a lovable idiot in some ways and despicable in other ways. But- <laughs> He'll probably do very well. That combination of people do very well in life. It's true. If you're just charming and affable, you could be saying the worst things in the world. People be like, ah. And he's doing the uh, the 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 thing that leaves you untouchable, which is refusing to apologize for anything. That is and so true. Yeah, yeah. If you just yeah, there's uh, a, a She's few like, instances in uh, everyday life of society in the last yes. couple of years where if somebody just doesn't apologize for anything, they never act like they did anything wrong. 100. percent And she said she's like, "Don't you feel bad about X, Y, and Z?" He's like, "No." <laughs> It's just weirdly refreshing to hear that. I'm sure he's awful, but it's weirdly refreshing to hear it. Yeah, I'm sure if we got into a conversation, I'd be like, oh my God, like yeah, you're yeah, a monster. Exactly, and exactly. Like, nah, I'm not. And you're like, maybe he's not. I don't know. So the chaos continues and we continue through this list of uh, of games. We have Jurassic Park 3 Dino Defender. Uh, that was a 2001 Windows PC game. 2001 also gave us Jurassic Park 3 Danger Zone, oh. uh, uh, and and that was more of like a board game in in a weird way. Jurassic Park Three also had an arcade game. Jurassic Park Three Island Attack on Game Boy Advance. Jurassic Park Three the DNA Factor on Game Boy Advance. Jurassic Park Three Park Builder on Game Boy Advance. Whoa. Those Game Boy Advance games were Konami games. Whoa. And here's my question to you, Andrew. I mean, Konami obviously great yeah. in a lot of ways, yeah. but they've also done a lot of licensed games, which didn't end up so 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 fantastic. But here's my question to you. Can you think of another single movie than Jurassic Park 3 that has more video games about it? Wow, that's a really good question. Because I honestly don't know. Like, there are 10? Well, remember, we did Top Gun recently. And yes. Remember how many you listed off from that one? But I guess that makes sense because, yeah, it still is one movie, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like if we really got into, like, Harry Potter, which is something that you and I don't really care very much for, but is that, uh, like, not that we don't like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, relax, okay? Yeah, okay. I don't um, like Harry Potter. Love the author, though. Yeah, love <laughs> Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> have I told you about Chet Hanks? <laughs> We've established that Mikey likes two things in this episode: Chad Hanks and J.K. Rowling. <laughs> um, is that uh, it, like I bet you we'd find like all these like weird mobile games and like all these times oh, they yeah, license yeah, yeah, themselves yeah. out to like uh, you know what you know it's a sub genre of all this that I'm very fascinated by uh, slot machines. Oh yes, people that have licensed themselves out to slot machines. Slot machines. We'll, I want to like I'm, the Big Bang Theory. Yes, yes. I took a picture yeah. and sent that to you. It's Remember crazy. that? Crazy. Yeah, I just want to get a bazinga. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it was also in uh, the episode of uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, um, yeah. So like those things, very fascinating, baby. And I think mobile games are like the new version of that. Where like they made thirty of these. Uh-huh. Like you know, I don't know how. And it's just a skin on a, an existing. Exactly. Thing. Like they just like t- like peel off the Big Bang Theory sticker <laughs> and just slap on a Jurassic Park thing you're or like, like i didn't know t-rex said bazinga <laughs> what are we talking goes, about bazinga like the <laughs> lips just don't even fit or like some kind of bejeweled version yes. that they just make into whatever uh yeah that's a good question i don't but know here's here's my yeah. thing about that yes i i bet you harry potter as a brand has more video games around mm-hmm. it. uh but this is specific to jurassic park 3 right yeah like, that's even, a good point top gun has almost become a brand separate from the movie yes but jurassic park 3 a specific it's not like it's not like harry potter and the deathly hallows and all of the games based on right that. this is specifically jurassic park 3 has like 10 licensed games around it for How no about reason terminator 2 i mean terminator, terminator 2 has got a because i can think of like three arcade games off the top of my head yeah yeah so like there's that standing shooting machine gun one notorious uh, for uh uh being one of the mm-hmm. quickest periods between 
putting quarters in the machine. That game killed you so quickly yeah. because it had the machine gun and it didn't care. It wasn't about beating the game. It was about firing a machine gun with haptic feedback. It was teaching you about what the world of T2 would be like. Right. You're going to lose. You're going to lose all your money. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope John Connor comes back from the past. That's the future? Future. 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 Well, if you're in the future, then you hope he comes back from That's the past. That's also a backstory that has been... There are so many Terminator movies now yes. that I'm like, I've lost the thread of what, what exactly needs to happen now. You know what's weird too? And this is this is a whole T2. different thread, speaking of threads, a whole different T2 <laughs> of, uh, of, of conversations. But I realized 90% of the movies that I watched as a kid, I didn't actually know what was happening. Well, I didn't that. understand. It was just... <laughs> Just the action that I was looking at, yeah. like the subtext or or even just the general plot of Terminator. The I just di- I didn't know what it was. To me, it was a chase sequence between a robot and two people. That was it. That was right. what the movie was. If for most part, it is. Yeah. But like, it's if you true. really pull it pull it back, uh, I feel the same way about the first Mission Impossible. Yes. Where I loved that movie, and then I watched it back, and I'm like, oh, I didn't understand at all. What how, was happening. how did I sit through it as a kid? I wouldn't have understood yeah. a clue what was happening. And I bet you Jurassic Park. To me, it was just like. Like, hey, let's watch dinosaurs attack people. Well, 100%. And I want to bring up one of the games that you just mentioned. Yeah. Park Builder? Oh, Park Builder. Hello. Dude, so it turns out that Park Building Jurassic Park games ended up being some of the best Jurassic Park games. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It's and, a park that you're it building. Is, it is a comment on kind of the Steps. capitalist nature of, <laughs> yes. of Jurassic Park, like capitalizing on all this. It's like, you've seen the movie. You know how dangerous it is. Dangerous <laughs> it is. Now go do it yourself. <laughs> Well, like I love that. The, what is success in that game? The dinosaurs rampaging and like breaking through of their. Uh, it would be great if there were multiple endings. Yeah, and one ends up with you as dinosaur lord, <laughs> and one is sad brontosaurus sitting on dock. Yes, yeah. Victory as it like plummets towards <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that was all the Jurassic Park three games we had there. Then there's also kind of a resurgence of Jurassic Park games around the end of uh, the 2010s or, or the beginning of the 2010s. You have Jurassic Park the game by Telltale. Oh. That came out in 2011, but I guess at that point in time, like what franchise didn't have a Telltale game That's based true. on it, right? They're, they bought so many licenses that they buried themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they couldn't afford to, to stay afloat, even though there were some relatively good games. Yep. Lego Jurassic World, and then Jurassic World Evolution in 2018, another business simulator, park <laughs> simulator type game. So they realized what worked and they stuck with it. Wow. Huh. Well, it's, I, I like to quote uh, Goldblum. That's a lot of shit. Oh, that's a big pile of shit <laughs> or whatever. Big, yeah, yeah. That's a big pile of shit. Do you, did you play any of the Jurassic Park games uh, uh, prior to uh, today when we... Short, short of the arcade game. The, only, the arcade game is the one that really sticks out in my mind. Same with me. I didn't, I didn't play it on the SNES, uh, but it's pre- apparently like a pretty good game. Uh, fairly you, well received. Were you a dinosaur kid? I was absolutely a dino yeah. kid. I wanted to be an archaeologist. Um, Did you? We can add that to the list of jobs my child Mikey thought he would do. Uh, archaeologist was absolutely one of them. <laughs> was it stockbroker? Stockbroker was the main one, though. Stockbroker is really what I, I wanted <laughs> to be. You watched Boiler Room. It's I watched the Boiler Room, <laughs> and I was like, see, I, like I told you, I didn't really understand the plot of movies. I just saw uh, Giovanni Ribisi and Vin Diesel in suits making calls and making money, and that's all I wanted. I didn't care that a family was crying on the other side no. of that phone, because I was going to make dollars. I love a seven-year-old Mikey watches Wall Street and walks away going like, that was awesome. And you're like, that's what you got from that? My first word was gecko. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Greed is good. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, that was weird. But yes, you wanted to be an archaeologist. I want to, I want to like trace back. If someone much, 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 much smarter than I mm-hmm. will have to like. I'm here. Uh, smarter than that. Uh, okay. We'll have to Ooh, talk wow. about. <laughs> yeah. High order. Absolutely. Tall yeah. order. Tall order. Uh, sure. Uh, you're really helping your kids. Just um, and talk about like child psychology and why every child is obsessed with dinosaurs. Yeah. And like trains and trucks, like large things. That one weirds me out more. Dinosaurs I get because it's like the promise that monsters existed in real, in real life at that's one it. point, right? Yeah. Oh, um, see, me, I did need to talk to you about this. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I like that. Now, trucks go honk honk. <laughs> and that to me though... <laughs> Well, or trains, uh, like, you know, like trains are really popular, just much like that uh, person on TikTok. Oh, who was in Toronto recently. Yes. That was a paid advertisement, but that was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smart. Smart, smart, very smart. Yep, dedicated to Toronto. That's the guy who has the GoPro on his head that films both <laughs> his eyes and the train outside. It's weird as hell. It's, I, also a Kaufman-esque character yes, that I, agree. I love. Him I, and Chet. 
<laughs> just taking the world by storm. The partnership baby. everyone needed to see. Yeah. Train guy and Chet Hanks. Um, yeah, no, I, I love dinosaurs as a kid. Did you have a favorite dinosaur? Uh, yeah, uh, Triceratops. Oh, cool. I love Triceratops. I always thought the 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 horns and the helmet on yes. the front kind of thing, like or like a, a pad, whatever it is. It's really cool. <laughs> you say horns and helmet. My brother, <laughs> this is a true story. We were talking about dinosaurs and the Stegosaurus. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And he was like, he was like, you know, that was, uh, he, we were talking about dinosaurs and like our favorite ones. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, what was the one with the armor? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and he's like, you know, the the dinosaur with the, the, the metal armor, like it had the metal, uh, right? Okay. And I'm like, I don't know, Chris, I'm going to say Stegosaurus, but I need you to understand that I don't believe that it has metal on it. He's like, no, it has the armor. It's like the metal. Yeah. I'm like no dinosaur had metal on no, them no. ever. <laughs> And, and we're a few thousand years from humans figuring out metal. <laughs> thousand, few tens of hundreds of thousands, millions, millions. Yeah, whatever. And, uh, and shows what and I know. He says, "Fine, not metal, stone." <laughs> That's a good compromise. Stone. As though I'm like looking down at my portfolio, like, okay, listen, you drive a hard bargain, but yes, we'll agree on stone. I won't give you any more shit for saying stone. That's so. Funny. He believed it was stone. It was amazing, and to this day, he's not convinced he's wrong. Well. That also sounds like your brother. Yes. Watch Jackass for more of these conversations. Oh, Co-host on Jackass. You know, I will say, though, the only thing that's bummer about dinosaurs and what we knew then and, like, what Jurassic Park kind of gave us is, like, every time you're like, you know, everything in Jurassic Park is almost wrong. I'm like, hey, hey, oh, shut up. Right. Like, like all these dinosaurs, what is your favorite dinosaur? That kind of conversation we're having. It's like, and none of those dinosaurs exist. I'm uh-huh. like, hey, shut up. Yeah. I'm good with that. I don't need to know that. Look at what Steven Spielberg did to the universe. Yes. And by that, I mean the center of it, which is Earth. Um, <laughs> in terms of our fear of sharks our and and our understanding of, of dinosaurs like, and aliens and aliens yeah like, legitimately one person wow you know, and the whole team behind him yes, of, yeah, of, of course, talented uh, a couple talented people whatever but mainly him mainly him um <laughs> ma- did you say mainly him speaking of what a t-rex would oh do to you god i know uh, uh no, it's incredible it's just informed so much of our understanding of what they look like what they sound how like they move how they move yeah i know everything i it's it's like not we could get off this movie and we can get back to the video game here but like it is nothing short of remarkable than that original movie yeah that it's almost all practical and looks so good and i can't the biggest thing i can't get away from and so like you you tell me they look different in their birds the, and apart t- from the t-rex that's a big thing you can't get away from 100 yeah, but that movie proved that over and over again uh is that the you could tell me they're birds you could tell me their names are different they look different whatever i'll believe you that's uh-huh. great don't tell me that the t-rex doesn't scream like that because that is the most perfect noise it's like 12 animals put into one yes it's just i love that story and it's so terrifying right that i'm like that's you can't you can tell me that's all wrong that's true that's I don't true care and raptors are twice this raptors are nine feet tall yeah at least in toronto they are actually <laughs> hey there you go yeah <laughs> starting um, centers because apparently they're like three feet like yeah. raptors were, were super like super chicken. small yeah like they're <laughs> yeah. like little chickens look at all these chuckens very different movie oh. if all the raptors are three feet tall <laughs> hey bud give me that pudding or the jello i know how about well, no you know what but they would be terrifying is like 20 of them bring bring you down oh yeah very scary but here's the thing mm. they have to jump to get the yeah. doorknob that it's they're gonna have a hard time opening doors at that way part. cuter yeah way cuter though yeah. wake with those little tiny arms um and yeah t-rexes apparently are they were like like nine feet tall like they were nowhere near the size of what you of what you had in uh uh, uh that that fucking movie <laughs> mikey once i learned what i did in the 90s i stopped learning and no one could tell me any different anymore i think i think that's why mythbusters stopped being a show because they kept ruining they're like what do you mean i can't flick a cigarette at a thing of gasoline and have it explode that's when i shut that movie off yeah that movie that That movie yeah Yeah. also i don't think the two of them got along very well but yeah i can't imagine they would they were so different yeah i mean you and i know all about that (laughs) making a decent product but hating each other behind the scenes god so let's move into jurassic park on the snes Mm -hmm. are you ready to do that that's our game uh that we're going to be focusing on obviously we wanted a jurassic park game and we have settled on what i believe is the consensus best jurassic park game that's out there we've already gone over tons of the licensed games that we've we've experienced came out october 1st 1993 developed by ocean software oh uh, developers of retrograde darling jelly boy jelly boy jelly boy we are jelly babies we are jelly 
Jelly Baby. We are Jelly Baby because we like uh, Ocean Software. We love Ocean Software. Yeah. And and if you haven't heard our Jelly Boy episode, it's that's probably a year old at this point. Yeah, it's probably something like that. a while back, but it's also on the uh, SNES Online. If you have a Nintendo Switch, you should go check that one out. We had a ton of fun with that game. Yeah, we love that so game. So it bodes well that this seemed like a company that, you know, also did a lot of licensed games, but uh, uh, put some love and care into them. And if you want to listen to those licensed games, go listen to that episode because we went over all of them. We don't need to reiterate that right. here. Published in the U.S. by Ocean as well. And in Japan by Jellico. No! Yes. Wow! This is, everything's coming back, eh? The publishers of last week's episode, Rival Turf, also available on the SNES Online. Do you think Ocean met Jellico and they're like, hey, we'll do that together. And he's like, Jelly. Jelly, hmm. jelly what? It's a pretty good idea. <laughs> they started the game. It was like, Jellico. Like, Jelly what? <laughs> jelly what? Jelly, jelly boys? Jelly, jelly boys? Did someone say Jelly boy? <laughs> no one said Jelly boy. Well, I got an idea. <laughs> Just... A guy eating jelly by a spoon. <laughs> All these like things. Like, Mike Butters. Mike Butters <laughs> Mike from the, Butters the Pepsi, from the Pepsi games. Look, if you get that joke, you loved it. But hey, <laughs> thanks for uh, following us for so long if you get that joke. Yeah, you exactly. guys are the best. <laughs> or knowing enough about video games to know who the fuck Mike Butters is. Uh, uh, still an active Twitter account and uh, uh, worth worth the follow. Uh, the gameplay, you are Alan Grant and you're trapped in the park, baby. Oh no, again. <laughs> That's right. You're trapped in the park again. At a certain, you know, fool me once. I was going to say, eventually, Alan, this is on you, man. You're a doctor? <laughs> Where did you get your doctorate? University of Phoenix? Phoenix hey, That's another always the good punching bag. Every time someone makes a University of Phoenix joke, Trump University <laughs> just feels like they dodged a bullet. Because we should be talking more about we that. We were the most inept. <laughs> Also, DeVry, probably. DeVry. I make Seneca College jokes a lot. Seneca, uh, that's a local... Uh, lo I don't think it is, actually. Isn't Seneca... I think it's a chain. Is that true? Yeah. You can have chains of universities? Yeah, DeVry. I thought that was just like one central... Is there like a institution for DeVry? I... I I think we know more about dinosaurs. I think that's <laughs> actually do, probably true. about this. And even, even with our... our, our slanted views of them based on what Spielberg oh told us. Oh my God, us. do we need to go to DeVry now? <laughs> Is that how, the only way we're going to learn? I oh, like the man. idea that the retrograde takes a swift left turn <laughs> and now we're just reviewing courses offered at DeVry. <laughs> All right, this episode is about macroeconomics. Ah, <laughs> crap. They probably have a course on podcasting at this point they too, probably which do. most of our listeners are thinking, you could take that. <laughs> We'd learn so much. Hey, by the way, speaking of listeners... Before we get into more about the game, I wanted to give a little bit of a shout out. Guys, We I don't know if you've been paying attention to our socials, but uh, Good Pods is an app out there. We hit yeah. the top five on Good Pods Yes, recently, we did. And we've been getting a lot more reviews coming through, and it's been helping us out tremendously. Thank so you. a big thank you to everyone taking the time to do that. And I wanted to read out a, uh, a review okay. today that was left for us. Apple Podcasts, five stars. The title, a great listen. I agree. Huh. I very much agree. Wow. Uh, from John Terrio via Apple Podcasts. I started following a couple weeks ago and I've been working my way through their catalog ever since. Mikey and Andrew have a great chemistry together. Aww. They're entertaining, funny, and really easy to listen to. Mm. <laughs> Not that easy to listen to, baby. Why, why do you have to... Why do you have to turn the screws on these people? Because I like, I don't like success, Andrew. Oh my God. Um, I think this is as great, uh, is a great and unique format, especially in the gaming market that's so full of content. I personally recommended this to friends to start at the Mafia episode. It had me in stitches. Eight out of eight bits. Thanks very oh, much. Oh, hey, eight out of eight bits. Wow, a true listener. Uh, if you want us to shout out your review, uh, go leave that Apple Podcast. If you don't want to leave a, a review, I, we're also uh, accepting reviews on Spotify. <laughs> you can leave us a review out of five stars. Honestly, though, reviews go a long way. So they thank go you very, so much for A very that. long way. Yeah. And uh, we really want to put a push there, uh, try to build the community. So thank you very much yeah, for, thank for you. doing that. The gameplay of Jurassic Park, as I mentioned, you're Alan Grant. It's mm -hmm. a top-down kind of game. You start oh. off with a cattle prod. You get a bunch of different weapons. Cool. Uh, every time you go inside a building... Yeah. It goes to first person. Oh. On the SNES, which is really interesting. It's using the the uh, the classic mode 7 on the SNES, which really did a lot to advance graphics on on the SNES. Using a lot of uh, uh, games, especially flight games and things where the background could move and and the the sprites themselves didn't change so much. It gave sort of a 3D effect, which was uh, uh pretty infamous at the time. Uh-huh. Uh the development, this is kind of interesting going into Ocean and 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 how they got their hands on all this. Uh Ocean paid a six-figure price in 1993 to license this game wow they didn't ex disclose the exact amount but that's a lot you, you know you're a video game development company you've got a big license on your hands mm -hmm. you got to capitalize on it and the game actually almost died before it was released because a demo came out at the chicago consumer electronics show okay. where they couldn't make the demo really reflect the graphics of the finished product oh. so they had the proof of concept focus more on the gameplay and the graphics looked absolutely terrible it was why show people that's the thing right <laughs> why show you think people? you have it opposite 
But you know, I think I think you have two companies working on it. One, you know, Ocean being in the UK and yeah. what, this was being developed in the US. Probably some miscommunication and no yeah. one to directly oversee what the demo was going to look like. Uh, the game was originally supposed to be out in August. The graphics were horrible, and uh, and they just had to put a little bit more work into it. They did by the end of it, but uh, a little bit of a spook for everyone over yeah. there in, in jolly old England. <laughs> they go back to the development office and they go, "Hey guys, have you tried uh, working harder?" <laughs> Because that sucked. You know, here's a million dollar idea, mm-hmm. okay? Or a six-figure idea, at least. At least. Mm-hmm. And it will not be dead on arrival. Right. Uh, the case of the game yes. should be a clear orange uh, liquid, that, like a clear orange uh, plastic. Oh, I like that. So you that. can see the game I trapped like that. inside like it. Like the amber. Like the amber. That would be amazing. Isn't that a good idea? It would probably cost them... So much money. But nowadays... Hey, with, hey, 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 shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut Just let, up. let me have a good idea. <laughs> It's a great idea. Thank you. Here's another good Next idea. Topic. Here's another good idea. Oh, yes. Let's have all the cases gold, made of real gold. Not a bad idea. For Goldeneye, for that would have been a great idea. See? <laughs> That's how I'm positive to your idea, Mikey. That's true. That's that was true. a great idea. Thank you very have much. I tried working harder. That's the question. <laughs> uh, nope. Never in my life. No, thank you. Um, so Steven Spielberg was somewhat involved, uh, you know, on the sidelines in this development of the video game, and he wanted it to be groundbreaking. But it, it seems like Spielberg was involved in a lot of the game's version of his movies. He's a he's a big video game guy. He, he reminds me a little bit of, yeah, and he even made a uh, a video game called Boom Blocks, I think yes. it was, on the Nintendo Wii. So he he's always been fascinated by the industry. He reminds me a bit of a guy like James Cameron, mm-hmm. who is as into the movies themselves as he is in the technology around the movies. Yes. And the storytelling via music via uh external sources like a video game to sort of inform the the movie going experience as well yeah you know what's great about that comparison what's that both men would hate it to being compared yeah. to one another yeah. like if, if you told jim cameron you're like you know you're a lot like steven spielberg he'd be like oh my god if you told steven spielberg you know who's a lot like you jim cameron he'd be like oh for fuck's sake that's a very good point <laughs> yeah. two very different directors uh but two sides of the same coin no but i think you're right though i think so like i think they take a lot of pride in being able to do it. like spielberg look back into genres of stuff like that it's a bad bit genre but is that uh <laughs> it's that mostly that like he's like oh i'll do a musical then a drama yeah, then yeah. we'll do schindler's list and i'll do jurassic park right i'll do you know like it's crazy yeah just challenging himself I, all the time. you know a guy who who just constantly change like not doing what like a Tarantino or a Scorsese do. Scorsese maybe a little bit earlier on. Sure. But nowadays it's almost just like, well, he's got what he's good at and he's just going to stick to it. And I do. I love that. doing that. And that's really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, that's a good point. So uh, it turns out, you know, him being involved in the games, he was pretty demanding over what, what he would accept from a licensed game. Sure. So he wanted to make sure it was groundbreaking. And say what you will about this sort of situation. But it turns out when you have someone who doesn't really know that much about video games, but is used to getting what they want and demanding a lot out of people, uh, usually, or at least sometimes it works out to everyone's benefit. Like think about Madden. Yeah. It, it took someone who didn't understand the limitations of the medium, demanding more out of the medium and saying, you don't do it. I'm not giving you my name. Find a way to get it done. Yeah, or you get somebody else that's like not familiar with video games, right? Like John Madden, yes, and going like, "Well, don't do it like every other game. Do it like this." Exactly. You know what I mean, exactly. And having no experience actually helped him, which is such an odd thing. Sort of rewriting the vocabulary. Absolutely. Some, I'm sure it's miserable to work under those people. Oh, I'm sure it but is. But I like it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Because I benefit from it. Oh, okay. And I here's the thing. <laughs> Everyone's always talking about how hard people work in the video game industry, and how they should like do. I mean, I know this is a bad word, and I know I'm going to upset okay. you when I say okay. this, Andrew, but like unions. Oh, 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 oh he on. said it. Yep. How about socialist over here? How about <laughs> union ovation? Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. what I want. Yeah, and you ain't going to get that with no Jimmy Hoffa types <laughs> storming around here. Bury him in a bucket of cement. Yeah, why we don't so. you? Yeah. And then and then build a park over that cement <laughs> and call it Jurassic World. Oh, that's where Jimmy Hoffa's buried? That's where he's buried. Oh, that's Jurassic Park. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that and was- that's why. The dinosaurs revolt. The spirit of Jimmy Hoffa is like, you guys aren't being treated properly here. <laughs> Find a way out. Unionize. And you know what was so much easier than unionizing those dinosaurs? What? Sinking the island. Sinking the island yeah. was way no, easier. It costs us too much money with these things unionized. Exactly. Talk yeah. about sunken costs, am I right? <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah. Hoffasaurus Rex over there just leading. <laughs> is, is the brontosaurus <laughs> on the dock. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, so uh, there was uh, just an interesting a couple interesting tidbits of information on this there was a death scene which involved uh, Dr. Alan Grant getting eaten by a T-Rex Jesus Christ and it included bone crunching sounds oh, no. and Nintendo was like hey guys um. <laughs> 
maybe dial it back a little bit. We're going to have children playing this game. Also, can Alan Grant's blood be green? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortal okay? Kombat style. Yeah. yeah. It's okay if you uh, 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 lift his head off of his shoulders and his Absolutely. spine follows, but make the make the blood green. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that is that canonical that uh, dinosaur's blood is green? Is it green in that? I think it might be. Wait, actually? I feel like I've seen green blood in those movies. Oh, God. I'm definitely wrong. Oh, no, it's the guy that's, it's the one that spits acid. Right. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm there thinking. There we go. We yeah, got yeah, there. Yeah. We got right. there. We got there. Um, there was also an Easter egg in the game, and it was kind of part of a competition. I always like stories like this. Okay. When video games are trying to innovate and, and kind of have these alternate reality instances mm -hmm. where they you interact outside of the game, you have to collect eight letters that were hidden around the park and unscramble them for a, a secret letter and a secret word. And in this one, it was Dr. Horner who was involved in the creation of of, of Jurassic oh. Park. Someone played the game for 10 hours after release. Two days later, submitted his answer and won a $5,000 check. 5000 5000 oh, That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Would you cash that check if you got it knowing you wouldn't get the, the check back? Or would you frame it up? Uh, photocopy? Frame that. Cash the check. $5,000 is a lot is, of This is the 90s though. Photocopies cost a lot of money. I go to Kinko's? Uh, mm. Which were on every street corner? That's do you remember true. Kinko's? I do remember Kinko's. Yeah. Yeah. It's like someone was bringing a Kinko's store to a Kinko's, right. copying them and putting them on every store yeah. corner. Is it illegal to photocopy a check? Pro Is it no. like destroying money? I Maybe don't even know. if you void it or something like yeah, that. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. $5,000 is a lot of money, especially in the 90s. Yes, it that's is like a lot uh, $2 million now or whatever. That, that's almost <laughs> enough seed money. <laughs> inflation. Oh my God, am I right? Inflation? Oh, inflation. Oh, God. Here's the thing. What? To the economy, I say this. Uh -huh. Stop. Yeah, right? Stop inflating. St just stop it. I, like, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Another of the things. Okay. I like basketball. Okay. Before I go play basketball, what do I do to the ball? You you inflate it. And if it gets too inflated, guess you, what I do? You you berate it. You say, stop. I say, stop. Stop. I say, stop it. Stop it. And it goes, <laughs> It's very sad. It goes, sorry. <laughs> it's yeah. okay. Uh, reviews of this game, surprisingly good, especially for a licensed game. Ocean Software yeah. doing the yeoman's work. We got CBG with an 87%, EGM 7.25, total giving it an 84, and GamePro getting paid off with a 4.5 again. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> GamePro Almost coming Almost surprised that it wasn't a 5. The, the magazine I read as a kid, too, GamePro. I'm now like, oh, so it was all propaganda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. But most magazines were, I yeah, think, at the time. So that's... that's uh, At the uh, time. At the time. Still now. Well, yeah. no, because magazines don't exist anymore. Oh, fair enough. Right. Yes, yeah. we killed print. Yeah, good. Um, so we haven't played the game, Andrew, right? No. You never played this game. I never played this game. Usually what we would do is give it its retro score based on our memory of it. But because we don't have any experience with that, we're going to go straight into the gameplay. I love this. Uh, which you can, if you're going to join us over at Patreon, we'll see you over there. Instructions on how to do that. We'll take place in between the break but i've said enough i think we've said enough i've said i've said so so much that i want to stop talking forever you know what's funny i think i've only said half of the amount i want to say okay so let's continue let's go let's continue after this gameplay break okay we will see you in two shakes of a t-rex's tail that's a deadly shake <laughs> <laughs> Just a reminder that you can now find our gameplay segments where we play through a portion of today's game and provide video commentary while doing it over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Join the Mushroom Club for $5 US per month for access to all the gameplay, plus two to four bonus episodes per month where we do things like character drafts, top 10 lists, and even take some suggestions from our community. So show some support to the podcast by joining the Mushroom Club at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for access to bonus content and all of our gameplay segments. We'll see you guys on the other side and welcome back to the retrograde uh yep. well we're back we found our way back we did we, um, yeah, we were in the fourth bottom basements and then we we didn't have our id card Mikey. we didn't have our id card what a relatable work experience that is <laughs> you get all the way into the You're office like, and you tap your pockets you blew up a couple dinosaurs yes. So many dinosaurs. You blew them up with a bola gun. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was you know an expected day in the office. Absolutely. But you know what wasn't expected? This never happens to me. I got all the way to the bottom of the raptor uh -huh, pen, and uh -huh. I forgot my ID. Wouldn't you believe oh it? Oh, my God. They're like, you need Alan Grant's ID card. And we are screaming, going, we're we Alan, Alan Grant. Grant. <laughs> like, what so let's go bare bones, bare uh -huh. dinosaur bones here. This game is initially I'm thinking this could be pretty cool. Yes. It seems like it's almost like a link to the past kind of thing. Mm. Uh, Zelda style where you go pick up more weapons and you, you kill a couple baddies, solve some puzzles, this and that. But it is way more 
straightforward, I think, and streamlined than, than what I would have expected. All of the veneer of, of innovation in this game gets stripped away so quickly through repetition. Uh, when you start off, you know, it's like I said, it's kind of that, that isometric sort of view. You're Dr. Alan Grant. You're running around. Use a cattle, cattle prod to open up an electric door. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. Picking up some more weapons. You go into a building and it turns into first person mode. Your first thoughts? Cool. Right? Yeah. Looks cool. Cool. Like it. Dinosaurs in your face. Um, I'm assuming it's going to function like every other first person game. My mistake. Yeah. Because you open the door. There's a raptor there. Yep. Uh, you try to kill it and it's it's all up in your guts right away. Yeah, it and really and is. it's just, there's no escaping this no. thing. We first made it into the first person area with no weapon other than the cattle prod. Mm-hmm. Those things are designed for cattle. Yeah. They ain't designed. Or little dinosaurs. Or little dinos. Uh, so we were just kind of getting, chom- our face was getting chomped off as we were trying to explode a dino with mm-hmm. a cattle prod and yeah, it exploded. wasn't so easy. Yeah. Um, then we kind of got the hang of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, the worst part of the game <laughs> was finally figuring out what it went from a very difficult area. Yeah inside where there's dinosaurs everywhere to realizing that all the enemies are pretty much gated. You can kind of expect there to be a raptor right in your face when you open up a door, so ready up a rocket. They always were behind doors. Right, always. It's almost like they knew that that was the only opportunity they got. Clever girl. Clever girl. Clever girl, they knew. Um, But then once you understand that, like, you kill the first dinosaur, the other ones are just kind of, like, waiting for you to get close enough. You just pick them off. Like, that sniper rifle's a rocket launcher all of a sudden. The weapons we got. Cattle prod, rocket launcher, bola, sleep dart kind of thing. Gas gas, uh, launcher thing that we didn't use. Yeah, yeah. Smoke smoke grenade launcher. Um, You know, interesting that they're trying the innovation there, but I, I think this probably just came at a time when they expected video games to be destruction and combat of some kind, right? So you're just slaughtering dinosaurs. Slaughtering dinosaurs. Which feels not quite what the Jurassic Park movie was. No, I don't remember Alan Grant just showing up and murdering a bunch of dinosaurs. Right. They kind of have an affinity to, even though they're scared, they still know that they're like, there's something special in the fact that these are dinosaurs. I'm a doctor. I don't want to go in and kill all my creation. It's like they didn't fundamentally understand what Jurassic Park was in the first place. Right. You know, it's funny. What was the game that we played? It's a really stupid title, so I forget. But where you're like a statue and a and a oh and a uh, angel. axe razor axe, axe razor. razor. It's kind of like that where there are two elements of this game that are different but play off each other. Yes. And so you're walking around with this three you know over the top view. And if the whole game was that, it would have been boring. But it was kind of cool. And they're like, oh, there's another whole side where you you're in first person. Right. And you're like, this is cool. Oh no, it's but not. it's just very stale. I mean, it's it's. So it's so much just a technological proof of concept that I can understand how Steven Spielberg's there on the sidelines saying we need to innovate and they show him a first person view on the SNES and he's probably like, this is innovation. This is what I meant. But he probably never fucking played the game. Yeah, he's just like, this looks great. We'll see it in post. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you know, it's, it's, it is and looks like Doom. Like yes. it's that yes. style of moving around except Doom feels like tactile. Like there's like there's there's like uh there's like a feel to it. Whereas this one you're like floating around. Yes. Like you don't have feet. You're also in this weird vision, like you're having goggles on or yeah, something. Like I don't that, know which why I don't really they did that. that. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe just to I don't know. I can't imagine Alan Grant is going in there and putting on goggles. I mean, the night vision portions make sense. Yeah, that was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. And again, though, functionally the same except you need night vision to get into that area but functionally it plays the same as every other area Mm -hmm. so it is just another proof of concept like a technological advancement but is it fun to play i'm gonna say no across the board i almost think they would have been better off keeping it one or the other yes i agree and the one that i'm thinking is the over the top bird's eye view because i can imagine some of that puzzle solving would have been fun and way more in line with what Jurassic Park felt like. Yeah, it looked more like a, a down uh, over the top view, like like Pokemon or, or Zelda or something yeah, like that. Like yeah. that kind of like just off slightly. Yes, you know? the isometric view. Yeah, 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 100%. yeah, yeah. So I and I really like that. And like when the raptors would come out of the forest and stuff like that, that, that was scary. Kind of scary. You know? Well, there was the raptors. There was the giant T Rex that I slaughtered in one rocket, and everyone was so impressed. Like it was. I mean, that four happen. out of four bits. I think. Yeah. It oh, was, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, there yeah. You there's yeah, there was retro four, score. four bits of T Rex. <laughs> all over my shoes after I shot that thing. Um, I, I don't know, though. Like, it's we played it a decent chunk of time, 
and I almost don't have anything to say about it. No, uh, uh, the music was weird. Yeah. Uh, it was more like, it, the music was almost Joe and Mac. It was like, yes. doo -doo 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 -doo. like yeah. it, it's like you just picked up a mask in Crash Bandicoot. It felt like more of like music from Jumanji. Yes, yes. You yes, know what I mean? exactly. And I thought the colors were really cool in the isometric view. Then when they got to the... Uh, first person view they're like turquoise and like all these yes. weird I'm like what the hell is this it doesn't feel like anything is real it felt like two different games and to be fair I kind of understand maybe them missing the tone a little bit because when you're developing a licensed game and I'm imagining especially uh, a mo based on a movie that's as high profile as Jurassic Park similar to Star Wars they probably only give you a limited number yep. of assets that you can work with I know that they had some stills from the from the game uh, from the movie that they sort of incorporated into the game they would see some proofs of concept and this and that so so maybe they didn't know that it was going to be the tone that the movie ended up being. Maybe they were just visually trying to make a dinosaur combat game, much like Dino Crisis. Um, uh, <laughs> but but I, I don't know that they succeed in any particular way because everything feels diluted. Yeah. It's and, and I applaud them for trying to innovate on a licensed property as opposed to just releasing a game with a license knowing mm. it's going to sell items regardless. But at the end of it, I just felt so underwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the whole general idea is you go collect these key cards all over the place and get from point A to point B and eventually find your way outside of Jurassic Park and you have to do it all in one go. Or, or you get further into Jurassic Park. Like that was never clear, but I think it's like we're getting ID cards that are like higher security so we can get further into the well, park. Well, eventually it's so that you can escape the park. That's the underlying thing. But Mikey. Yes. What is the first thing we did in the game? We went right into the park. We went into the park. We went through the, the front great front gate. In fact, we had to jimmy the the, yeah. the the front door with a cattle prod in order to get in yeah. there. I feel Which like that's be so dangerous. great if we showed up originally and then I'm like, oh, do I not have my cattle, cattle prod? prod. Uh, oh. I forgot it in the car. Forgot can, it in the Jeep. You just the Jeep. Get, oh, the Jeep. The yes, Jeep. absolutely. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you're right. It's weird. The colors are the music. The I don't know. It looked like Alan Grant. <laughs> How about that? Well, because he had a hat on. Yeah, the little hat and the little handkerchief. And here's here's one thing I will say. Please. Alan Grant's got hops. Mm -hmm. And when he jumps, I'm thinking, mm, now that's the Alan Grant I knew. You know what? I will say the animation of him jumping and the animation of him picking up is very good. Adorable. I know that's so stupid. Adorable. But the actual, you when you pick up stuff, it's they usually just press a button and you inherit it. Yes. It's just a, yes. through osmosis. Yes. It is absorbed into your Your father body. dies and you inherit it. Yes, yes. 100%. Yeah, it's part of the will and the double taxation, yes. whatever. Yes. But it's this one, you actually had a little animation like pick up. Like yeah. his leg comes out like a golfer trying to pick up a ball out of a hole. And and you can do it whether there's anything to pick up or not. The pick <laughs> yes. up button makes you bend over regardless of whether or not there's anything to actually pick up. Mike, he saw cute. flowers and he went to go pick them up. It was very cute. It was very cute. Yeah. Uh, didn't let me do it. So I just stayed there smelling the roses. I took a little break. You should, as you should. As you should. Um, I I also, uh, I appreciated the fact that the the environment was varied enough from the inside to the outside. I can imagine if you just spent your entire time in Jurassic Park as we know it, you wouldn't really see much that different from moment to moment mm -hmm. in this game. One thing that worries me, we didn't get this far because we didn't beat the game, but one thing that worries me about it is you have to beat it all in one go. Yeah. There's no saving, which means it's probably a pretty short game if you can mm -hmm. get from point A to point B, B being the end, uh, without dying. Point yeah. A to point Z, probably. Okay. Would have been a better Alpha way to, to say. Omega. Alpha to Omega. Um, but I don't think that necessarily makes it uh, well-balanced. I think no. it's probably made a little bit harder at points to sort of suck the life out of you like this game felt like it was doing for the entirety <laughs> when we were playing it so that you're not always going to make it to the end. But I, one thing I want to be clear on in this, when we got the hang of the internal areas, the inside areas, and we were just walking our way through, and as long as we played it smart, we were in no real danger and we were exploring, that is a feeling I really, really like in video games. Yep. It's a feeling I attribute to games like Dark Souls, mm -hmm. where once you get the hang of the formulas and stuff like that, exploring the different areas at your own pace, if you're doing it slowly, really feels like you're taking everything in and moving a step at a time, but slowly mapping out the area in your head and understanding the environment that you're in. That exploration is super rewarding. The problem with this one is all the halls look exactly the same. Yeah. All the doors look exactly the same. So when you get somewhere, like we spent... 15 minutes exploring this one inside area got to the end of it and there was just nothing there I'm like i guess we missed a door somewhere but who the fuck knows where there's no map to tell us which way to go and that's when we finally got to the end of it and didn't have the key card and we're like 
So now we just have to traipse through these hallways, yeah. get all the way back which to the identical. outside, which yeah. are identical. Yeah. There's nothing rewarding about finding a new doorway. It There's a time tax every time you enter an elevator. And I know we're complaining a lot about this, but like, I feel like I kind of have to because everyone else seems to really like this game. And and I'm not saying that that's a, that's a reason why I have to dislike it, yeah. but like, Someone shed some light on the fact that just because this is a passable licensed game does not mean it's a good licensed mm -hmm. game. Yeah, but that only speaks to how bad licensed games were. That's very you know true. I mean? That's like, very true. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm right there with you, and I'd like to speak more about it, but I think it's time for our reviews. Let's go. Let's do our reviews. So yeah. uh, as we mentioned before the break, usually we give the, the games a rating out of four bits based on our memory of the game when we were growing up. Because we don't have any experience playing this game, Andrew, you're going to give this game a rating out of four bits based on what you think you would have thought of it you know had it. you played it back in 1993 as a little baby boy yep. sitting cross-legged with his dinosaur soup bowl but what? cereal in it oh okay um and then yeah you're just eating you're eating a bunch of cereal with one hand and your other two hands <laughs> you're playing the video game and your mom's watching you just shaking her head yeah i'm just painting a picture my of poor me. octopus child <laughs> what did i do why did i have to make the deal with the devil you've heard of octo mom how about octo andrew <laughs> yeah exactly okay here's octo andrew's review uh of a game we didn't play but what i would have thought as a kid uh i would have liked this game this is, yeah. I was kind of hiding this a little bit, but yeah. I think I would have liked this game. This was, you know, not only did we say we were dinosaur children. Yes. Uh, this was a movie that I really loved and also felt very adult at the time. 1993, I would have been seven years old. Yep. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. But I could just get through it enough. It was uh -huh. just scary enough that I would have enjoyed it. Yes. Instead of like, I cannot watch this movie. Right. Um, so I, I loved it and I would have liked this game even with its flaws and all, I think I would have felt powerful, uh, that where, whereas like something that I feel in my current score where it got really easy, really fast. I think I would have liked that as a kid. Mm -hmm. where I'm like, Ooh, killed the dinosaur. Yeah. Ooh, killed the dinosaur. Yep. And I think that would have had, um, you know, less, uh, you know, the returns would have been just as good as you go through it. Right. So I, I really would have liked this game, but you know what? There were a lot of games I liked a lot more than this, but I am going to give it a three out of four. Nice. I, I actually completely agree with you. Well, I didn't think that really, I do. Oh, no, no, wow. I do because I I loved Jurassic Park. I loved dinosaurs. And one thing that I'm learning that I know about myself after having, you know, been on this podcast for four years. Yes, you have. Is, uh, yeah, I have, unfortunately, yeah. for yeah. the listener. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that there were a lot of games as a kid that I valued because of form over function. And I wasn't alone in that. A lot of people were. If you gave me first person perspective on the SNES at this time and you let me kill the dinosaurs that everyone in the movie was so afraid of you give me that power trip of yeah. like give me a rocket launcher and a bola gun and this and that and i would be able to figure my way through it taking down enemies that are kind of like more scary than enemies in a game like contra okay but uh but but doing it much easier that power fantasy and then the element of first person would have really done a lot for mm -hmm. me especially because i'm in jurassic park i know i'm alan grant my imagination now needs a little bit more because i'm used to more high fidelity video games yeah. so back in the day if you tell me i'm alan grant i believe I'm oh yeah percent. and you got the kid talking to you and every like every time you have these pop-ups where like yeah. the kids will tell you hey don't shock these dinosaurs they might stampede things like that <laughs> <laughs> I would have been all in. Yeah. I really would have enjoyed it. Now, would I have uh, would I have played it to completion? I don't know. I feel like this may have been a rental for me. Again, I was playing games at the time. I liked Jurassic Park. And in spite of that, for some reason, I didn't play this game. Yeah. So I'm going to be a little bit more reserved. I'm going to give it a two and a half out of four. Okay. But I think it would have been a very enjoyable two and a half for mm. me at that time. Okay. So a five and a half out of eight together. Higher than I thought we'd get. Yeah. Higher than I thought we'd get. And higher than this we'll get because here's our current reviews uh, on what we thought of the game. This game is kind of rubbish. Like, it's just there's kind of no way around it. Yeah. It's neither are very satisfying and they really need to be both pretty good to rely sure. on it being interesting at all. There's a lot of similarities between this and Rival Turfs. Let me get to it. Okay. It's because initially you're like, hey, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. almost 10 minutes later you're like, oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah. More of this, eh? And and even though I do appreciate the selection of the guns, yep. like there are many different ways of doing this, um, and I can maybe get away from the fact that this fundamentally doesn't understand what the hell Jurassic Park was in the first place. Right. It wasn't like going in and killing as many dinosaurs as possible. And that's really, they make it Ian Malcolm too. They didn't make it like Sergeant John whatever. Yes. Like, yes. we've evacuated all the scientists. Time to kill these dinosaurs. Yes. You're like, oh, okay, I guess so. And that feels nitpicky, but at the same time, people are buying it for Jurassic Park because there's Jurassic sure. Park on the title. They And then you completely go, 
yeah, it's not about really about Jurassic right, Park. Right, it's right. It's about a game with dinosaurs. Right. And like, oh, okay, cool. The the first person view is just not good. Right. And I and I wonder how much fun you can have if you love Jurassic Park and go into this game. I'm not going to give this the lowest score of all time, but I'm going to give it a one and a half. A one and a half seems uh, seems fair and apt because there's a lot of games that we've played that kind of have a proof of concept and fail at mm-hmm. it. This one, with the variation in what it is that you're doing from moment to moment, I think warrants a little bit more recognition than something like, say, Top Gun. Sure. Where uh, it has that, that, that field perspective. It's from the NES, so obviously a less powerful console, but it's trying to give you that sense of being in a cockpit. It tries and it fails, I think similarly, Jurassic Park tries and fails, but is more playable at the same time. Uh, even if it's easy, even if it's a plod, like I think about the idea of going to another internal set piece in this sure. game in first person and it being 15 minutes before I can find my way through it. And it just, every time I think about maybe I'll pick up, pick up this game again, I'm like, if I find myself at the entrance to a building, I'm not going in and I refuse to play that. Because of that, I'm giving this one a one and a half as well okay. out of four. Uh, I wanted to give it slightly more than something like Top Gun, which I gave a one to yep. in the retro score uh, because I think that it does try a little bit more to be innovative. Yeah. It just fails in the in the modern day at that. That's a good way of comparing it. I, I agree. It is like 0.5 better than Top Gun. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So that combined is an eight and a half at a 16. That's a pretty high score, actually. I think that's a pretty high score. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, not as high, I think, as some people want to remember. People sure. remember this game very, very, I'm going to say nostalgically. You know, okay. I don't think they're remembering it for being good. I yeah. think they remember thinking it was good when they played it as as a younger kid. But that's what we're here to explore Absolutely. on the Retrograde Podcast. Absolutely. We're our own archaeologist of yes. retro video games. Oh, Andrew, Dr. Grant himself. Thank you very much. Uh, and who would I be? Uh, you're Ian Malcolm, I guess. I'm Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Ian I think Malcolm's- you are the Jeff Goldblum of this podcast. Lanky and tall, always dressed very finely. Weird pictures of me strangling women at bars. Dating really young women. Really young women. Actually, my my partner is way older than me. Cool. Yeah, she's a cradle robber. She's seven months older than me. Whoa, disgusting. It's gross. Okay, well, oh. Oh, time to go. Here we go. Got to go to this uh, award ceremony. Let's go to the award ceremony. I'll see you there, Andrew. I'm going to erase you there. Okay. (laughs) You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Okay, here we are. The Glitz, the Glamour, the T-Rex, the Hammer. Hammond. Hammond. Okay, I tried my best there. I'm not a very, I'm not, I'm not a skilled rapper like you and Chad Hank. Give me two rhymes right now. No, uh, <laughs> rhyme roses with something. Roses. Uh, d- See, I'm not good at this. Uh, I'm really, I'm not. Good I at thought this. for a second you had DeRozan on your on your no. shirt, but it's not DeRozan. Scotty Barnes. Barnes. Yeah, Scotty Barnes. Uh, rookie hey, of the year. R- rhyme. Uh, rhyme. Uh, hey, I grew up on a farm, uh, and we raised a few barns. We raised barns? Yeah, that's what you do. You, you Don't you, isn't that building them? See, Mikey, I told you I wasn't good at this. And then you, it's like, it's like, hey, do you not like this thing? I'll have a couple spoonfuls of it. Have like, a couple, do it. No. It's, it's exposure therapy, I Andrew. just told you. What if you just, what if you. Let me live my truth. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. That's Rhyme it. truth. Elliot showing out <laughs> safari gear completely top to bottoms, except he's made them shorts and cut off sleeves. Of course he did, though. But wouldn't you with his body? I honestly driving yeah. up here in his we're Jeep lucky. Wrangler. <laughs> we're lucky wearing anything at all, <laughs> <laughs> or unlucky. Oh yeah, because see that hot body. I think that's workplace harassment. You are technically his boss, uh, right? But he's bringing it on himself, dressing like oh, that. Oh my god! And, okay, and that's <laughs> the rule. That's how the rules work. Yeah, just ask Chet. Yeah, that's Chet. I don't know if I want to ask Chet many things to be honest. Uh, hey, Elliot, why don't you reach into that glove compartment and uh, show us what award? Grab the envelope and show yep. us what awards this game won. Absolutely. Uh, uh, he was he was looking he was trying to find in which pocket so many pockets right so many pockets yeah. he left them in the glove compartment uh, um, uh, not the not an award that this game won it got no. crickets it didn't win any awards yeah. uh, crickets did you know this is actually true crickets have been around longer than the Tyrannosaurus Rex is that true no I don't know I don't okay think so. cool because that's like the one that I the one I always hear is like sharks are older than trees yes and I'm always like <laughs> sure <laughs> like okay like what am I supposed to do with this information yeah. you know what I mean like people okay, always cool. say they're like you know yo-yos were a war tool and you're like I can't imagine that's true 
How are you going to walk the dog at the enemy? Yeah. Yeah. Cat's cradle. Is you just Cat's strapping cradle? them yeah, like yeah. the guy running whoa, in there whoa, with, whoa, the, whoa. with the drums? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. There's so many of that information. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yes. But they have to act like it's like the most mind-blowing thing you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> so we're older than trees. Okay. Trees, I, I, I'm assuming you're correct. And that's just what I do with all my information. I accept it at face value. Absolutely. Don't question anything. Yeah. That's why YouTube's really popular, not only for the retrograde, for just in general. Just yes. accept whatever people say yeah yeah that's great <laughs> subscribe to the retro crew. <laughs> okay so as customary we receive two awards uh that are for this game when they don't win some of our standard ones from Elliot. Elliot. pass it to me okay catch nice catch all right okay here's mine all right so all right i got mine mm -hmm. uh this is the half eaten lawyer award half eaten lawyer award what the hell half what does that mean award. okay absolutely it was something that was so cool at the time but seems so boring now you know what's so funny okay. that's that so true because when that happened every i remember being a kid and everyone going like the lawyers, lawyers. The lawyer yeah, exactly. On a, exactly on a toilet got yeah. eaten yeah <laughs> and now if they did that in 2022 you're like well yeah well i don't think they could you know why well, lawyers that? wouldn't let it happen. No, exactly. They'd be the ones that the T-Rex is afraid <laughs> of. Are you kidding me? We need to scratch a goat joke on uh, page six. And you're like, why? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I just can't get... We need to scratch a goat on page six. Well, they did feed goats to those things. That's so, true. Yeah. I don't know. I always just thought that was the laziest joke. And people at the time, they oh loved it. God. People hated so lawyers. So funny. Kill, throw away all the lawyers. Yeah. Who's wasn't it that? Newman? It was Newman, right? That got eaten in the toilet, on the toilet. Was it? Was yeah. he the lawyer? I think it was another guy was the lawyer, but yes. he got half eaten on the toilet. Yes. Very funny. Yes. Very funny. Very funny. Oh, that was amazing. Uh, I've got my envelope. Okay. I'd love All to right. hear it. Oh, okay. This is a very interesting award. Oh, I hope so. And it will probably require some explanation for oh, some reason. But why? <laughs> it's the uh, not unlike most weeks. Okay. This is the life finds a new way to play games, and it ain't that great. <laughs> oh, good toss. Oh, uh, there we go. Life finds award. a way. I'm, I'm surprised that expression hasn't come up yet. What? Life finds a way. I did. It came up in the in the intro. It did. You're absolutely right. I was definitely listening. So that, <laughs> so that was Jurassic Park. Uh, I don't know. Do, are you going to see Dominion? No, okay. I didn't. Even, I didn't finish the first. I didn't finish Jurassic World. I didn't watch the second one. You didn't even get to the end of the first I movie, Andrew. It was so bad. I couldn't believe. Like the musical cues are like doo -doo 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 -doo. like like here's a joke <laughs> and it's like the flute like <laughs> like oh fucking hell. Yeah, the trombone, of course. There's something disappointing. Yeah, the T Rex farts, and it's like, <laughs> wah, wah. But you miss Jimmy Buffett running away with two margaritas. Is that a thing? Yes. So all the pterodactyls. If anyone corrects me, get fucked. Like, <laughs> but the pterodactyls come over the top, and they're now like going down the concourse of all the restaurants and stuff at Jurassic Park. And Jimmy Buffett's one of the guys running away, like Ugh, he's holding two margaritas. I like that. I Love like it. that. That's great. I think it's, there is a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville on Jurassic World or Jurassic Park, which you know what? Absolutely, there would be. Amazing for sure. There should be like a Toby Keith's. I love his bar and grill, and uh, and a TGI Fridays. Well, how about a, a shout out to Toronto's own Jurassic Park, uh, where the where the fans oh, gather yes. to watch the Toronto Raptors play basketball outside of Scotiabank. There you go. Oh, it's out of the arena. Yeah, that's our Jurassic Park. Yes. It's the Toronto Raptors. By the way, our home team, our basketball team, was named the Toronto Raptors because they came into inception in 1996 and yes. everyone had Jurassic Park fever. 100%. 1995. It's a, yeah. great, it's a great name, though. Yes. Oh, it is a great name. It and is. I like that you're wearing a Raptor shirt today. I am. That was, that was intentional. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So we play Jurassic Park. I hope we're not wearing that next week. Uh, no promises. <laughs> I'm a little tight on shirts. <laughs> so um, That's interesting because shirts are tight on me, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to show the muscles. <laughs> um, so that's Jurassic Park. If you watch Dominion, if you have thoughts of this game, if you have any thoughts about Jurassic Park, man, there's a lot to talk about with Jurassic Park, so we want to hear from you. Oh, yeah. At Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy. But more than anything, thanks so much. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaron Work. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Want more retrograde in your life? You can visit our website for show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Follow us on Twitter at RetrogradeMikey, at RetrogradeAndy, and the podcast at RetrogradePod. Or Instagram at TheRetrogradePodcast. For bonus episodes, check us out at patreon.com slash theretrogradepodcast. Send your questions and business inquiries to theretrogradepodcast at gmail.com. See you next week, D-Pads. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Rawr. Not bad.